He's putting his heart into it. Indeed. Woo. Who the hell are you? My name is Dan. And I'm Adam. And this is... Who the hell are you? A weekly expedition into the lost, unknown, and underappreciated music of the last century. Podcast. Well, Adam. I have a pop filter so I can say podcast, pop filter pizza. <laughs> pop filter podcast pop, pizza? Pop, pop filter pop, pop, podcast pizza. Pop filters are the wave of the future, Adam. If nobody oh. has a pop filter, you should go get one. That way you can say, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pizza. Oh, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pizza. How many pickled pizzas did Peter Piper pick? He picked plenty. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> cool. Hmm. You're starting off with pure joy, aren't you, Dan? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it was going to be pure joy, but this is called Morning Song. Of course it is! Uh-huh. Time change. But it's, it's the morning. Wake up. I'm sleeping in. Sorry. Well, Wait, a Adam, windmill sings through the breeze. Is that what he says? <laughs> wow. We are now listening to a band called Wichita Fall. Oh, life is but a dream. And we are listening to Morning Song, part one of the album. For some reason, the album's broken into four parts. What an interesting cover. Yeah, that's Oh, it starts from Baby and goes to... Like, it, it's an aging of a person. It's an aging of a person. <laughs> yes. And he gets pretty saggy at the end. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yep, so, yeah. reality. And he goes from baby to like full grown. Yeah, I know, right? Like he doesn't even like. We we got rid of the the prepubescent era here, but yeah, it's, this is very. I mean, it doesn't get much more '60s than this. There's no date on the cover. Uh, we may be able to tell. Oh, the king's oh. arriving. Hold on. Lady Eberling. <laughs> Is this Dave? Once in the morning. Oh. Once when I get home. Once when I get once. home. Is this about the afternoon? Now he's yeah, I guess so. Now he's this must be the next song already. Once yep. in the morning. And then Sunny Road. Maybe these are all sort of medleys in the beginning of the record. I don't know. But the other people they are um the inside talk. sheet that has the advertisements for other records, we have Cher, a very young Cher, 
We have the fifth dimension up, up, and away. Did you, did you say share? The Hollies. Oh. Yeah, this Sit must be the very mid-60s to the mid-late. Johnny Rivers. Little mariachi there. See, like this is this is the this is the wave of the Beatles hitting yep. popular music. Yep. Everyone's like, I can do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna arrange all my songs with light, you light know, or, strings, yeah, orchestral. <laughs> I mean, to me. So yeah, Wichita Fall. I don't know where they're from. But they got names like Larry Watson, David Roosh, Lynn Felgen, Feigen, Philip Black. So they kind of sound like your everyday Ooh, when you hear this sound, turn the page. I know. <laughs> once in the morning, once when I get home. This is. I feel like this is a a, a play because look at all of the look at all the way that the songs are broken up. You'll be able to find this picture and more at our Instagram page. Who the hell are you podcast? Just go there, and if you can't go there, go to Facebook. And if you can't go there, just go to type in W T H A Y W T H A Y. That's going to be the 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 shortcut. From now on, ladies and gentlemen, or you can write us at Who the Hell Are You Podcast at Yahoo.com. <laughs> I like I like this record. I mean, this is something we could revisit because it, it seems like an epic, epic yeah, you know, t- tale of uh, of 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 sweet Ulysses. Adam, I, this I know it's so interesting. I'm just like I can't stop. Looking at it. Okay, yeah. Get it out of here. Get, <laughs> it's going to distract me. What were you going to say, Dan? You were about to say something. I don't remember. I looked at the cover and I forgot. You're like, What's the clock say? What's the clock say? <laughs> you better be home by 11.30. Oh. What are you guys waiting around for? 11.30. 11.30. So I have not been able to get out as much as I used to, Adam, but mm. when I see something that just screams obscurity... I know it's gonna, I know it's gonna pay off, and and this record we're gonna introduce this week as a kind of a new segment, sort of a new. It's uh, all these songs from a single record are completely random. I mean, huh. none of them are is anyone I've ever heard of, and there's eighteen songs. It's eighteen. The, yeah, there's eighteen songs on one, two sides, and. Uh, you know, I'll read you the names, but let's just see what kind of music is. I think it's country. Oh, it's disco. It's disco country. Uh, disco country. Is your disco too hard? Here's some soft disco. Here's some soft. I knew I'd never regret. Oh man. I could see what was happening at that time. You could. When I oh. first kissed you, I started the first line Uh-oh. to that book that you're creating. Mm. Memories in my mind. Yeah, that's where they normally are. Those memories in my mind. You can't take them from me. 
I feel like the balance between the music and her voice just feels yeah, yeah, it a feels little nice. weird. It's like karaoke. Chapter in our book of love. A book of love? Where, where is the chorus of this song? I can't tell what this is. I, won't be <laughs> I don't think there's a chorus. Then you can continue. She hasn't repeated a line. I can't tell what this is. Okay, creating in my mind. Those precious, precious memories. I guess it's just the chorus. It's These precious memories in my mind. I, now, here's the odd part is that this is side one, track one, which on the front says, you're creating memories in my mind, but it says the day by... day that we first met, oh, wait, oh, I knew I'd never regret it. Yeah, talking to you, Dave. I could see what was happening at that time He's when I first kissed you. I started the first line to that book. You're creating memories in my mind. Oh, there's... Uh, oh, the... the oh, on the fade-out, no less. On the fade-out, she finally says the title of the song. You're creating memories in my mind, but it's by George W. Boggs. That was not George. No. That must be the, the composer or the writer. Could have been George. You don't know. Now, look, Adam. Don't discriminate. <laughs> Look, I met a girl named Michael. I met a girl named Kyle. Uh, and you, I've never met a girl, a girl named, named George. George. I guess we do now. Yeah. George, if, if you're out there, ladies named George, contact us, won't you? At Who the Hell Are You Podcast. This is great. So what, what do you take? What do you, I mean, it says 1977 up in the corner. Mm-hmm. It says it's from a certain record label. And on the back it says this album contains hits. Hold that. From the past, along with some of the newest material available, these songs have been recorded on fine multi-track equipment by professional technicians and mixed down by highly artistic Hollywood engineers (laughs) in beautiful stereo. So it says there's a... The list of credits in in this respect reads like a who's who of show business. But Adam, read us the first side, artists. George? Well, George W. Boggs. Um, you know, wait, Isabelta. Isabel. Isabelta? Isabelta. She likes to belt it. Billy Lasaria. Yeah. Ray Sil. No wonder none of these people made it too famous. Their names are too hard. <laughs> Well, Ray Sil- wait, wait, Adam. This is a veritable who's who of Hollywood talent, apparently. So why don't we recognize any of these people? Deanna Guideice, Walter Wallstad, Harold Heat. Harold Heat. He's gonna be famous. Yeah, he's definitely going places. <laughs> Olivia Alvarez. Heat with two E's. There you go. Or is it A? Yandi Crandinant. All right, I'm done. These right. names. I no two E's. Yeah. No, the scene, I don't know what's up with these names. The who's who, who's who, was all those people. That was just first sight. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
During season two, we're going to listen to every track on this one oh, record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just heard George W. Boggs with your Creating Memories in My Mind, also known as the Gaslight Anthem. So wait, this will be the Who's Who segment? Yes, that's very good. The new segment. <laughs> the Who's Who. Who's Who. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who? <laughs> who's Who that you don't know. Can you say Who's Who five times really fast or ten times? Who's who? Spent ten times fast. Who's who? 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 Oh, Adam, this may be in a segment, but I didn't know. So we're gonna check it out. It is. It's our I don't speak the language segment. I don't speak the language segment. So what language are they speaking? You know what it is, just really? by Let's see if we can pick out a really obvious one. Otherwise known as. (laughs) These are actually a band from Spain. So they're not speaking Mexican Spanish, they're speaking. True Spain Spanish. It is Los Secretos. Oh. Los Secretos. I don't know where you put the accent. Do you know where you put the accent? Is it Los Secretos or is it Los Secretos? Or oh. Secretos. 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 He looks like Keanu Reeves. A little bit, right? Uh, he looks like Keanu Reeves' Spanish cousin. Yeah. This is kind of like um, like a Joe Jackson from Spain. Or like a Romantics. Interesting, though. I mean, he's singing about his brother who gave him a wedgie while eating bananas. <laughs> I bet that's the brother of Keanu. Oh, yeah. One. And pretty short songs. And the cover's cool because it's it's completely black and white, and it actually says on the back, Polydor Madrid. So this came from Espanol. Or España. I'm terrible with it. It's Mexican. We got one more. The first song was Ojos de Paradida, and then this is Que Puedo Pasar Yo. Okay, that's like what? Okay. Puedo. Puedo. It's like uh, Play-Doh. Play-Doh. <laughs> what Play-Doh do you need? <laughs> I like the yellow kind. This song sounds like the first one. <laughs> sounds like, yeah, wow. It's got the same tempo. It's that sort of like post-new wave punk that sort of played things like really fast 50s songs. 
You know, you never noticed that in the early 80s, late 70s, with the Grease, the movie Grease. Yeah. And like the Stray Cats. And everything was very retro 50s at that point. Or not everything, but a lot of it. A lot of the rock and roll had yeah. that kind of. We listened to, we grew up in the 50s, so we're going to create, you know, this kind of music, but updated. Right. Yeah. And that cover kind of has the feel of, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're all dressed. Yeah. Suits with skinny ties. Relatively skinny. I have a skinnier tie, but that's okay. And this guy's got a 12-string on the front. A 12-string yeah. Hofner. Wow. Yeah, that's like... That's a nice guitar. Yeah. And this guy's got like a, almost like a jacket made out of like that material that like Buick car seats were made of, the real scratchy <laughs> material. <laughs> I can feel it through the picture. You can. <laughs> Buick car seats. <laughs> Only Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan. figure this is like the longest song on the record there's a breakdown ladies and gentlemen someday when we have a party for real we're gonna have so many songs to play it's gonna be ridiculous we realized that we went through over 250 records in season one wow 250 oh yeah i have a pile of them right over there like that pile leaning against this <laughs> danny dan points at like his <laughs> entire collection Most people don't realize that when you put 250 records in a single stack, it weighs like 60 pounds. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not. I thought it'd be more than 60 pounds. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe. At least 62 pounds. Maybe, maybe 80. I don't know. Maybe 80. Well, (laughs) we should weigh one record and then. And and then we'll know. uh, Then we'll know. Do you have a scale? Yeah, yeah. We do have a scale. We We should weigh a record. All right. Let's weigh this record. Adeline, you want to help me weigh a record? No. The Get out is here! No. <laughs> you stinker. We need you. Only you can do this. We need you to weigh a record. We're gonna get the scale. We're, uh, Dan's getting the scale, and we're gonna weigh a record. It's a postal scale, but I think it'll work. I think, yeah. Here we go. This this is gonna determine how much. 250 records would weigh. We have our estimate. We have our guest co-host Adeline here to help us with the weighing. Here she is. She's going to put it on the scale. What's it say? Can you read it? You know the numbers down there? So there's a 7 on the right Uh and a 200 on the left. Okay, these are by grams. And then ounces is on the right. So we've got exactly seven ounces. Now, this is a pretty light record. Thank you, Adeline. You did great. You did great. Thank you for helping with the official weighing. Very nice. All right, everybody, calm down. I know. So Los Secretos weighs seven ounces. Now, let's just up this because this is a pretty light record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them have more bulk to the... um, uh, cover. Yeah. So we're going to round up to 10 ounces. We're going to say average 10 ounces times 250, 2,500 2, ounces, 16 ounces in a pound. 
So 2,500 divided by 16 is 156 pounds. Of yeah, records. I know. When you said like 60 pounds, I'm like 250 Sorry, records. That maybe right there is 60 pounds like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that only makes like sense. 100 you, records. That's what you're right Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow, 100. We played 156 pounds, pounds of music. Of music, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but seriously, like really <laughs> process that for a minute. Look what we're doing for you. <laughs> Yes, we're we're like, putting in, and that's just <laughs> like not even not even a smidgen of what Dan's got. Oh, you know, I must have. I mean, all right, now let's do the so, math there. All right, so how so many records? Have, do you have? Maybe if I just say I have ten times that amount of records, that's fifteen hundred pounds of records. That's a ton of records. <laughs> it it is a quarter of a ton of records. <laughs> I have a fourth ton of records. Hopefully, the floors. Well, <laughs> man, we'll handle it. Uh, well, they're spread out though. Yeah, and Those moving moving's out. never fun when you have that many records. No, no, I I hope to only do it one more time. Well, Adam, you know what time it is? It's time to weigh a record. It's time for our brand new segment for the season called West Virginia Bluegrass. Oh yes. Every week we pull out another West Virginia bluegrass record because I found a ton. Well, at least 12. Oh. Oh, yeah, this is the real stuff right here. Oh, yeah. And when you look at those faces. Oh, they are amazing. Yeah, you know they know what's going on. As the kids say, that's what's up. You know what they're doing? They're sawing away. They're shaking down the acorns. (laughs) Yeah, this is called shaking down the acorns, eh? Traditional music and stories. Oh, this one has stories on it. 1970 to 72. All right, so these people were in their 60s, so these people were born in 1910. Which song is... Oh, this is song one, Shaking Down the Acorn. Is it? Yeah. And that's the name of the album? That's the name of the record. I want... Maybe it's the name of the band. I don't know. It doesn't really say... It just says, From Counties Pocahontas... Green, Greenbrier counties in West Virginia. So anybody from Pocahontas or Greenbrier, give us Ooh. a shout. Dan, can you play on side two, song two? I sure can. This is surprisingly long. This is like three times as long as the Los Secretos. Yeah, this is like a, 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 a reel. All right, so what do you want? Now? I need side two, song two. Side two, song two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just see if... Oh, this is extremely short. Short. Oh. So let's see. Let's see, see if, how quickly if they have... Maybe... I thought it was a story, but it's not, I guess. It is solo banjo.
can almost hear his foot tapping. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you can hear it. For those gentlemen out there that are <laughs> approaching the uh, the blessing from the father, this song's called "Old Man." Can I have your daughter? <laughs> that was it. I mean, I guess that's what. Hold on. That's what. That's what that banjo solo was saying. Can I have your daughter? It ended right when I said that. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. I can't relive that moment. No. Well, I mean, we can listen to it again and again. Now, let's see if we can find a story. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my way around side two. Wait, you didn't hear the story in that? No. <laughs> I knew exactly what that was about. I you, didn't even need to know the yeah, title. Yeah, why'd you even tell them the title? Everybody got what That's they were true. putting down. Come on. They were all like, oh, man. They were like, no, you can't. <laughs> no. That's why everyone at home kept going, no. Nope, sorry. Nope, nope. No. No, uh-uh. you can't. I'm sorry. So after this is called The Haunted Wagon. Let's see. Ooh. Let's see if the haunted wagon. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, ghosts and stuff like that. Whenever they was out there, camped along that creek, and they, what was it? Creek? They from Tell Philly? Me about that. Remember? They seen something in the wagon. Oh, that is on Clover Creek. Yeah. That is where him and John McCombs was with him. Yep. And that day, he said, while he was a singing, he, he got, there was two old women picking berries. Two old women? And she asked him where he was camped at, and, and he told her that he was camped in that, it'd been an old log camp, you see. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. An old log camp, and he told her where he was camping. Why, she said, that place is hainted, everybody, it's... Never stayed there, she uh, said. It's like a different language. Uh, I was like, this, said, this doesn't speak the language. <laughs> he said, what do you call her, Hank? She said, you'll find out. She said, they hear something there. Hear something she there? She said, are you not afraid? No, sir. He said, I'll just try to find out what anything is when I hear a noise. So he said he never said nothing to John McComb. John McComb just scary. He said he never said nothing like to delay. him until yeah. after it got dark. Is that <laughs> now, John Maggie talking? He tell me this place is hated here. I'm pretty sure. What he said? And he said, who told you that? And he told him. He told him the two old women that was a picking berries. So he said, why didn't you tell me before dark? Oh, he said, I wanted you to stay here. He said, I know you wouldn't stay if I told you. And so he said, along in the night, he said, John just laid down. They had him a good fire. He said, build him a fire to make a good light. You see, of course, it is warm in the summertime. And he said, John just fell over to sleep in a little while. And this kind of reminds me of he that record we found smoking. of the guy from Baltimore that was just second talking about smoking, his life. Oh, yeah. And he said and he heard a wagon coming. Yep. And he said, but he knowed it was a way over in another road, on the big road. He said it wasn't too far over there. He said he just thought to himself, that's, that's where that is. He Talk said he kept himself. getting close. Yeah, we're about halfway yeah. through, folks. We're going to see this close out. I'm sorry. And finally, if you want to forward to the conclusion, you can, but we're going to see this out. He said he heard it as a coming right down the creek. And down. he said it was so rough, a wagon or nothing could have got over that. Yep, nothing. And he said he heard it as a coming, and he said he just walked in and told John. He said, John, get up. He said, there's a wagon and team are coming down here. What he said? He said, get up and listen at it. He said, I don't want to hear it. That's that haint, he said. That's a coming. Well, he said, get up and we'll go down here and see what it is. He said, it's just a little piece of the bank of the creek. 
back of the creek. And he said, I don't. He said, the moon was a shining pretty and bright. And he said, get up, he said, and we'll go down here and see what that is. Uh, he said, I don't want to see what it is. I said, we'll go and find out what it is. <laughs> They're arguing. John jumped <laughs> well, up. I don't want no to. Well, get to up. up. I don't want to see down, it. Down right down to the edge of the creek, he said, they went. And he said, oh, yes, John said, you know, there never was a wagon or nothing else could come down that creek. He said, there was big rocks up in it. It went dry, you see. The creek was almost dry. And them big rocks, he said, stood up, and he said, you could even see the fire flying out of them rocks, and not a thing. Not a thing. Not near anything, only the roll of me. And hit come right bomb now, he said. Passed right bomb and went right on out of their hearing, right down the creek. Zoinks. Up that creek. This is a haunted wagon. And he said, you couldn't see a thing and nothing, only just the sparks of the fire, the, the horses, you know how they're shooting up. Yeah. No, he said that's all you could see. And he said it was just as plain a wagon as ever he ever did. He heard one, even heard a coming over them rocks there to stand right, pretty near right at the bank of the creek. I can't I'm not sure thing. what that was. No, John said, let's leave here. Why, no, he said, we'll stay here. He said, by that ain't it going to hurt you. Ain't a thing he said to hurt you. Only that noise, he said, and that ain't going to hurt you. Man back, he said, and see, he said, didn't think John ever slept in. He said, he laid down and went to sleep. So, so he said that as one noise he heard it, he never did know what that was. Never did know what that was. Okay, so there's the haunted wagon, ladies and gentlemen. The haunted wagon. Yes. Wow. The well, I don't, <laughs> did you get that? I mean, I got, some, got, some of I got enough of it to, to realize that the whole story was about you know, somebody heard a wagon down in, in the creek, and then they went to wake somebody else up, and they were like, nah, there's no wagon down there. And they're like, yeah, there is. Nah, there's no wagon. <laughs> and then they went down there, and uh, nobody ever knew what was making that noise. Wow. Could have been aliens. It probably was, Dan. I mean... Probably was. They, they completely uh, have eluded us for this long, you know. Anything that you can't explain, it's aliens. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That I'm, was, yeah, that was a little, that worked your brain a little, didn't I, it? I was just going to say, I almost feel a little mentally exhausted trying to pay attention to what that story was about. Because, you know, the Appalachian uh, dialect comes from a lot of Scottish and Irish and, you know, the, the, the way that they talk. Uh, I mean, people talk about pidgin English. In other countries, you know, if you go to the South Pacific or different islands, they, they speak a, a version of English that kind of has a, a, a mix of, of older dialect in it. And so they, for some reason, call it Pigeon English, which I don't understand. Hmm. You know, I can represent John from, but I don't know what Pigeon English means. Pigeon English. But anyway, these people speak a similar dialect. It, pigeon English is basically just English you know, teased with other words from other languages. Mm. Cajun, you know. Rachow. Rachow? Yeah. When I was in New Orleans, I learned the, the term Rachow. Right here. Ah. But it's Rachow. 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 I got this for you, Denouement, Rachow. <laughs> That's, you know? Well, I'm going to say Rachow for how, from here on out. <laughs> for right here. That's right. When you when you speak to people and you want to say I got something right here, I got something racha racha racha. So Adam, we're gonna we're gonna 
we're gonna cross. All right. We're gonna keep the the theme going because I just happened to have this on front of the pile, and this is a very recent find. I found this in um, a. I'm just gonna put it like this. I found it in a very wealthy area goodwill when you go to areas oh, and you're yes. in a goodwill you just sort of look at the surrounding area and you go okay you know you know what you're you're kind of gonna find if you're in a very rural area in pennsylvania or west virginia you're gonna find country and bluegrass and you know lots of of americana excuse me if you're in a larger city you're probably gonna find more motown uh, you can find more hard rock uh, heavy metal even I found in, in of all places Allentown mm. some Ronnie James Dio and Iron Maiden like <laughs> awesome stuff but we can't play that because that's not obscure you all know that but in this particular store I found some really nice records like really good condition and this is called African Music where believe it or not most of these styles we've been listening to have come from. And we're just going to start with side one, track one. Which side is one, track one. Sir Victor Uafio and his Melody Maestros. Uh, otherwise known as what Paul Simon wanted to do for Graceland. Doesn't it automatically just feel amazing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The rhythm is so com- much more complex than any... Wow. Does it talk about, is it like different like yeah. countries within Africa? Like uh, Probably, but it doesn't say. It'd be cool if you knew an area. That's true. It says that this was put out in... Nigeria at first, and then it was re-released uh, in the Netherlands. So this was recorded 7172, and then released again in 82 and 83. Huh. Check it out. So this is a Holland import. Yeah, I'm going to turn the bass up a little bit. It's the opposite of James Brown. Oh yeah. James Brown said on the one. I want to hear the downbeat always on one. Bow, chicka chicka chicka. This doesn't. Nobody plays on one. Uh, uh, one. I mean, there's sound on one, but no one's accenting one. Right. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I could just. I could do this all day. <laughs> All right, well, we're just going to let this record play for the yeah. next uh, 
20 minutes we'll be uh, seeing you next week here on who the hell are you anyway <laughs> who the hell are you anyway Melody the whole time and it don't matter. That's right. You actually, you'll be mad if it's not there. Right, you're mad. You're like, what the heck? I told you, you can't. It's the only thing wrong with this song. <laughs> James Brown would have been like, all right, all right, twenty-five dollars out of your pay. Uh, it's gonna end really abruptly. I know it. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Adam knew. Adam knew it. We did it. So that was the first track, which uh, was what did I say, Chief? You, well, oh, that no, was... I can't read this. This, see, ladies and gentlemen, when when they used to put black text on slightly less black or gray background, it's really <laughs> hard to read. Like, what does it say on the what? Read read number one. Oh jeez. Come right. on, Adam. Do it. Casa. 24. Okay, the artist underneath. Sir Victor. Uh-huh. Uwafo. Oh. You. And the maestros, right? Maestros? Yep. Maestro. Yeah, it's maestro. It's a weird way to spell it. Oh. M-A-E for somehow. Come on. See, there's another English problem. M-A-E can sometimes sound like I. Have you ever written the word maestro? I have because I teach music, but oh, you know, <laughs> I never. You have. hear that noise down there? Maybe it's mice. Mice don't play music. Oh yeah, what about the old maestro? Oh, <laughs> he's Wrong putting one. his heart into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Trying no, Dan, you're amazing, it. and uh, yes, no, you are. No, you are. Well, Adam. It's, uh, it's time for a, a selection we have not had so far in season two. It's our non-musical selection. Oh. Non-musical meaning There's no music. No music. <laughs> I know the answer to that one. It's on the London Fur label. The Fur stands for Full Frequency Range Recording. Trademark. Made in England by Decca Records. So here we go, Adam. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what this is. Okay. I just want you... Modern phonocardiography oh, wait, has on, resulted in improved standards. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, boy. He got right wait, into wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. They didn't even hesitate. No, no, no hesitation. I'm going to go to the middle of the record, because I don't want to hear talking. No. Here we go. In contrast to isolated pulmonary stenosis, pulmonary valve closure is seldom audible in Fallows Tetralogy because a large proportion of right ventricular oh, output is diverted through the associated ventricular septal defect and pulmonary flow is considerably reduced. Right. 
In this recording, at the pulmonary area of a patient with Fallows tetralogy, the second heart sound is single, and only A2 is heard after the systolic murmur. Oh, yes. Here we go. That's a heartbeat? That is a heartbeat, my friend. In the right and left atrium and the ventricles, they'll see a systolic sim... I don't know. I didn't catch all that. In atrial septal defect, because oh, of the increased septal. pulmonary flow, P2 is delayed, loud, and may be virtually unaffected by oh. respiration. Mm. The next recording, taken in natural respiration, illustrates this widely split, fixed second heart sound in such a case. Here we go. Crank it up. Sounds like a good heartbeat. Now listen to the same case with the breath held in full expiration. The loud pulmonary component is delayed to 0.04 seconds after the softer aortic component. Here we go. Should use that for a beat at the barn party. (laughs) The forward flow into the aorta is reduced in severe mitral incompetence, and thus aortic closure occurs earlier and is slightly decreased in intensity. This results in wide splitting of the second sound, so even though the pulmonary is component is moving normally with respiration. It murmurs yeah. instead of speaks. The next recording is that of a 21-year-old man with severe mitral incompetence. Uh-oh. It Do is taken it. at Nitri- the pulmonary Nitri- area during natural Nitri- respiration. Maybe he can't get nitric- The first sound is inaudible, the regurgitant systolic murmur referred from the apex is well heard, and the second sound is widely split with a soft aortic and fairly loud pulmonary component. Okay, here we go. During deep inspiration, no, no. all sounds tend to become softer because of the increased distance between the heart and the chest wall. Yes. But the usual increase in splitting of the second sound can be noted. Right. Oh. Oh yeah, that was he said that was a Sounds like it's backwards. Yeah. Ooh, let's do a back masking. Yeah. yeah. Back masking of the heart. Back masking. Back masking of the heart. Want to hear the heart go backwards? Sounds the same. My heart backwards sounds the same. Wait, here's the beginning. It's going to make a long sound. I'm, again, my theory is that British people speaking backwards are actually speaking German. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, it's true. Yes. Nies- it's confirmed. Nice and Hessen. <laughs> so, Adam, this was Auscultation of the Heart by J.B. Barlow and W.A. Pocock. Provided as a service to medical students as part of the medical school program of Warner Chillet Laboratories. And on the back, it even has wavelengths. Now, ladies and gentlemen, wavelengths are something that used to be very theoretical, if you will, because we, could, we can't see them. We can't see sound waves. But now we have machines that can show them. In fact, everyone right now listening can go to the interwebs and type in Audacity, A U. D-I, uh, aud- no, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, Audacity, and you can download a free program that you can record on, and then you can see the wavelength. It will show you what your voice wavelength looks like. It'll show you what a foghorn wavelength looks like. You can look at it, but look on the back here. 
They show Whoa. wavelengths of the heart from who knows when this was, 1961. I don't know. doesn't really say. But people were learning about how to listen to hearts. And, These look uh, drawn. Yeah, they are they? No, I mean, I'm sure they're not. It just, they just look <laughs> hand-drawn to me. <laughs> Boo. Um, so, either way, if you were a medical student in the age of vinyl full-frequency range recordings and you ever listen to heart murmurs as part of your studies, please let us Thanks, know. Adam. Because, Adam, I'd like to come clean with you. I, I've had a heart murmur since I was a child. Really? Yeah, I, I, now I can feel it now. I, I can tell what it feels like. What does it feel like? It feels like a butterfly in your chest. It goes like... Just I like get those flight. sometimes. Maybe that means I have one. It, it could be. I mean, they, they come and go. I mean, it's a reality of, of, of humanity. It's, it just depends on when you get them and, and, and what they you know, act like. Yeah, like... Uh, and I'm sure, you know, stress can help with them. That's right. <laughs> Str- stress can help with them. Adam, you know what? I almost forgot. What? We haven't done everyone's favorite segment. It's time for the 45 pickup. Close those eyes, Adam. We got to get it done. The last segment of our show today will be the 45 pickup. Because, gosh darn it, we have a lot of 45s. A lot of 45s. So, what do you got there, Cap? Well, jeans on. Excuse me? <laughs> Put your jeans on. It's called okay. jeans on. Oh, wait. Did you? David, oh, yeah. David Dundas. Dundas? Dundas? Look at, Dan, look at the center of this record. Look Have you ever did. seen none of those? No. Adam, those are called 45 adapters where you could put them in the center of a large whole record and then play it on a small spindle. You know how I take my fingers and I line it yeah. up? Yeah, I don't have to do it. You don't look at that. I don't have to do it at all. Look at that. So, uh, out of these Those two songs, cost a lot of money. You want to hear jeans on? I want to hear jeans on. David Dundas. Jeans on. I mean, I'm gonna guess that it's like country. That's just my guess. I think it's gonna be like. Ooh. Yeah. This actually, I was almost thinking like. Ladies and gentlemen, this. Maybe we found I'm... something funky. When I wake up. He's got that little delay too. It's the weekend. Oh yeah. And I yeah, sing it. So pull on your jeans and come on out with me. Is this a commercial? Uh, this is, this is like another Hayes Cantries. This is my favorite song. If he says Levi's, then I'm... Are then, yeah. <laughs> I need to have Wrangler Levi's, then leave. You Another Beatles breakdown. Yep. Oh, wind in the rain. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't need a 
that's a love song. I need to be near me. I need to be near close to me. I need to be near close to me. Jeans, come on, say jeans. You and me will go motorbike riding. Bike ride? Motorbike ride. Oh, motorbike In the rain? I got some money in my pocket. A tiger in my tank. And I'm king of the road again. When I wake up in the morning. It's a love song to the jeans. There will never be another song as innocent as this song. So that went from talking about blue jeans to meeting his girl to going on a motorbike ride, feeling free, having some money. Having a tiger in his tent. Tag, tag, tiger I don't even know tent. what that means. <laughs> and I mean, come on. Like, that was the most uh, sort of just genuinely. Uh, in the moment song yeah. we've heard for a long time. It was basically just like put on some comfy jeans that you really like and you're proud, like that make you feel good. Get some money, go out for a ride with your your best gal, and uh, I mean, what else is, your is there? What um, else is there to life, Adam? Honestly, I don't even think you've ever heard a song like that. I've never heard a song like that. When I mean you, I didn't mean you, Dan. I meant all right. That was great. We're gonna have more like this. All season long. Woo, Do not stray flash. from the path, ladies and gentlemen. Come back oh, and see us I again. My name's Dan. And I'm Adam. We love you. Come back next week.